Welcome to the Journey to Inner Wisdom. I'm Crystal Cotto Sullivan, Wisdomologist and your host. I've been talking to people about their own journeys to inner wisdom, as well as exploring the many tools that are available along the journey. As many of you have experienced, there are many transitions that we go through in life. Sometimes we're aware of them, sometimes we're not, sometimes we get stuck in them, and sometimes we move through them very quickly. Today, I will speak with three women who have experienced very different transition times in their lives. Together, they will be the mentors at an amazing experience for women in transition. It's a retreat called Imagine, Heart-Led Women's Wellness Retreat. So welcome to, let me get you up here. There we go. Welcome to Arlene Murphy, Jillian Andrews, and Hi. Karen Travioli. Hello. So welcome, ladies. Hello. So let me tell you a bit about each of them. So author Jillian Andrews has been writing historical fiction for more than 10 years. She writes about women who dare to question the politics around how women are treated in, this, in the society of the day and sets out to change them so that she can truly achieve her full potential. Jillian combines her love of writing with women who are in search of themselves with the desire to inspire women through her wellness retreats. Each venue is a path, a story toward the transition of a woman's life. And her book is amazing. I've only read one of the books, but I will get to the next one. So welcome, Jillian. Thank you. Karen is the creator of Peacock Memories Retreat. Struggling with grief for six years following the passing of her youngest daughter, she healed her grief and found her power within her what next. Karen has a mission in life to help others find their what's next at a younger age than she did. Life is a short journey for some. Don't look back and wish you had done something different. Join us at our Imagine Wellness Retreat and change the direction you choose to walk on your journey. Welcome, Karen. Thank you. And Arlene, in addition to a long career in financial services and raising three children, Arlene has been creating in one way or another for her entire life. She has played in all mediums of art and craft making, spending the last seven years as a professional artist and instructor. During the past three years, as a result of the pandemic, she has been focusing on her next journey of creativity, building tiny houses on her property on the East Coast. Creativity knows no bounds, and through her art making, art making and her travels, there's always something new on the horizon. So welcome, ladies. It's so exciting to have you all here. Glad to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. So let's begin with, um, I know each of you has been through a what next time, a transition time. And so maybe just spend a little bit of time talking about that, because I know that your experience of in transition really um, as is part of the impetus for this retreat that you're going to put on. Mm -hmm. So who would like to begin? Well, I can start if you like, because I've been thinking about this a lot, um, you know, knowing this interview is coming up. And uh, I think a really big one for me was when I turned 50. You know, I started looking back, um, well, pardon me, I started 
trying to figure out, okay, what's next? Like women today are living longer than ever before and they're retiring earlier and they're wondering, okay, what do I do now? Like I'm still mm -hmm. healthy. I still have a good mind. I want to give something back. And I think that's when this whole journey started for me. Um, but I, one thing I knew for certain, I wanted to do something meaningful, mm. but I didn't know just what that was at the time. And um, I started when I started writing and I, and I didn't realize right away when I was writing that I was writing about the woman's journey, which I like to call it. And why wouldn't I? Because it's my journey and it's very different from a man's journey. You know, like a hero, when you think, think about the hero's journey, He's going out, he's slaying the dragon, he's coming back and he's a big hero. Yeah. And then, But then he lives a kind of a lonely existence. Women are different. Women, they go out, but they don't return home because they're always searching for something more. And on their journey, they're not afraid to ask for help. And this is why it's wonderful, you know, women come together into a retreat setting. Um, they're there, they're there for each other. And I've seen it before. Um, I know I, I did a, a woman's retreat a few years ago and women were always there to support each other. You know, someone came who had lost, just recently lost her husband and she came. Mm -hmm. And you know, when she was having a hard time, women would gather around her and be there mm -hmm. for her. Mm -hmm. So this is, I think what we're hoping for here. And so it's just a wonderful thing to be able to take my idea for writing about the women's journey and help real life women with the things they're going through. And it's um, turned out to be a wonderful opportunity. And, you know, meeting Arlene and Karen at, um, you know, our link networking meeting was just incredible because it gave me that opportunity to do this again, because they both had what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And, um, and, you know, and we got together at our first meeting and everything just clicked. We, uh -huh. we knew we wanted to move forward and we've been meeting ever since to, to bring this all together for, uh -huh. for the women out there. Uh -huh. So Jillian, in your transition, what were some of the, the, um, the, the moments that kind of pushed you through? Because I know from my own transitions, there's off, there often has to be some outside, <clears throat> outside push whether it's a book or a workshop or a person, you know, because as Albert Einstein said, you can't solve the, the problem you created with the same thinking that you created it with. Right. Okay. Well, I think of a couple of things like turning 50 is pretty traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 30 was hard. <laughs> and then you go, when I was 30, I thought, oh my God, half my life is over. And here I am, I'm 68, and, and I'm looking towards the next wonderful thing to happen. But so I had an opportunity. I, when I was 50, um, I, I, was, I belonged to a sacred circle dance group. And mm -hmm. sacred circle dancing is like very meditative dancing that you repeat over and over again. And during that time, I had an opportunity to have a croning ceremony. Mm. You know, and a crone is a wise woman, right? Yeah. I wanted to be that yeah. wise woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think one of the things I've learned is that at, at the age that we're at, we have an opportunity to give back to the mm. younger generation. Mm -hmm. 
mm -hmm. um, you know, to um, teach from, uh, so they can learn from our lessons. I know I had what you might call a crone in my life. I had a very good friend. She's gone now, but um, she was old enough to be my mother. Very, very wise woman. And I learned so much about life from her. Mm -hmm. I want to be that woman. For, mm. the next, for the next generation of, cool. of women. And this is something the three of us have talked about too, is we really want um, young women to be involved in this, you know, or come with their mothers and daughters to to bond together and to learn about each other. But don't wait until you're 60 to figure things out. Mm -hmm. let's, let's get started earlier. Take that time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, who wants to go next? Go ahead, Karen. Okay. Um, I have to laugh, Julian, when you say that uh, turning 50 was traumatic. <laughs> uh, turning 60 for me was the big thing. And it wasn't because of the age that I was turning 60. It was that I didn't know what I wanted in life. And that was really difficult for me because I'd always, um, my life had been wrapped around my children. I was very um, important that my children came number one with me my whole life. And when my youngest daughter passed away and I didn't know how to deal with her loss. And after six years, it was like, what am I going to do? I'm six years into this. I'm turning 60 and I don't know what is my what's next. And I started that journey and discovered self-love. And that was something I had no clue what, what it was. And I really hope that I can teach women that self-love is not selfish. And I always thought it was, that everybody else had to come first. Um, and it really is not healthy for us if we do that. Um, we have to find a way to put ourselves first in some things. And for me, that was a huge lesson and a tough one to put into place. And so when I started doing that and I took some courses and I learned a lot of things of how to heal myself and heal them in a way that I was making positive changes in my life. I did do what Albert Einstein said. I changed the way I was thinking and I, I use new tools that have reprogrammed my brain to think differently. And uh, that was huge for me when I found that out and realized that I was just on a, a Ferris wheel going around and around and around doing the same old thing, same old thing, and it wasn't getting me anywhere. Mm -hmm. So for, for this retreat, I really want to help women see that it's all about making positive changes and taking the steps to make your life different in a way that you see happiness because we really do need to find more happiness in the world. And I want to be an instrument to doing that. Okay, great, great. And Arlene, your yes. journey. Well, it's interesting, you know, um, I'm also, I turned 60 this year. So we have a lot of years, we have a lot of wisdom. And over the years, I've always done a lot of reading and self, self-awareness uh, mm -hmm. through therapy and books and, and whatnot. And and when I left my career and my kids were sort of at an age that they didn't need me to be there all the time anymore, um, I found myself in a very terrifying situation. It wasn't even unsettling. It was literally terrifying. And because I, I knew I was still young and I did, had no idea how I was going to fill my time, what I was going to do next. And one of the things I grew up in alcoholism and one of the things that happens with that environment is you learn to be a people pleaser and you learn to 
you know, I can calibrate a room, I can associate into whatever's going on in a room if I allow myself to, and I can figure out very quickly what everybody in that room needs to feel okay. And, but that's at a significant cost to me. So living a life of doing that, I lost track of what it was that I found mm. joy in. I mean, not that I didn't still have joyful times and good times that I did, but I read a book and I remember there was a, a chapter that talked about if you're trying to find, I think it was Eckhart Tolle's book. If you are trying to figure out your what's next, think about what you did as a child because our child self instinctively knows what brings us joy. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, over the years I had talked to my, I have two boys and a girl and like I used to, I was the kid who played outside, built the forts, rode the dirt bikes, rode the snowmobile. I was very um, different than what I presented to my kids. And they used to always say like, where's that mom? <laughs> and so it was always this <laughs> joke, right? So when I started thinking about that, one of the things that terrified me was when I looked around at the life I had created with my husband and my kids and my friends, and it didn't actually represent me anymore. I started mm. down this journey. And so that's the terrifying part. So you look, I looked around, I'm like, this, this no longer represents how I want to live my life. But there seemed like this huge chasm between that revelation and how do I get there? So it's for me, it's been about a 12-year journey of actually honoring first of all recognizing who I am what brings me joy how I want to live my life well how does my husband fit into that so we've been on a journey through that how do how do my other relationships fit in how do I do this and so I'm pleased to say that now heading into this retreat I've got a pretty good handle on my what's next and so I'm really excited about sharing some of that journey with the ladies that come to our retreat that's great. I, I think that y- your use of the word recognition is really important because often we don't recognize, number one, we don't recognize when we're in transition, but we often don't recognize ourselves because we have created these masks in order to get yep. into the roles that we find ourselves in, whether That's it's right. as a mother, a wife in the work situation. And mm-hmm. so it's like getting behind that mask and yep. figuring out, okay, well, who am I really? And, yep. and, I don't think that being terrified is so unusual. A lot mm-hmm. of the women that I work with, they are terrified because mm-hmm. suddenly everything changes. Everything. And, yeah. and it's like, you're not on the solid ground that you've created anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do you recreate that solid ground mm-hmm. and go back to your essence, really? That was so apparent as a kid. That's it. So, That's yeah. it. Yeah. And That's access it. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, so tell us about um, the retreat. Give us some details about what's going to happen. And uh, actually, Jillian, why don't you talk about how, how it came about? Because it's just really interesting how the three of you ended up together. That's a wonderful story. Well, I had the idea for a retreat and a dream. Believe it or not, I woke up mm-hmm. one morning. I thought, oh, my goodness, this is a great idea. Yeah. So I went out. Uh, and this was with, with actually two of the ladies um, that I started out. And, um, and so I said, hey, you know, I have this great idea for a treat. And without even knowing what I had in mind, they said, sure. <laughs> and, uh, and so we went off and did a retreat. But, um, you know, they grew in different directions and then the pandemic came. And then, but I, I knew I wanted to do it again because it was so good. I saw what it, you know, it did for women. And, you know, they got so much out of it. And, you know, and I've had 
you know, people come to me afterwards, uh, you know, and tell me like how their lives have changed afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because if you get a chance to stop, to slow down, and and to think about it, and we give them the tools, if you will, to to take the time and ask the right questions, and you know, and help them along on their journey. But um, oddly enough, uh, my friend Mia, who you all know, mm -hmm. um, she invited me to come to this networking group. Of link networking and I find that you know I'm an author I'm not really sure these are all entrepreneurs but she said but you know they're such wonderful ladies and you'll have a really nice meal why don't you come so I said okay like one night's not gonna hurt like <laughs> so I went and you know everybody's talking and introducing themselves and then you know Karen talked about being you know somebody who does a vision board and I and, I, and my first thought was see that thought I didn't think you know, many people did that. And then I didn't think anything of it. And then it comes around the table and Arlene starts packing. And I found out she's an artist. And all of a sudden, pop, something just went off from my brain <laughs> without even considering it. Once again, I'm just stepping up to Arlene because she was closest to me and saying, hey, I have this idea, you know, and I, for a retreat, are you interested? And then she said, sure. And then I was yeah. keeping my eye on Karen. And, she, and wouldn't you know, she walked right <laughs> past us. And I grabbed her by the arm and said, hey, <laughs> you know, are you interested? And right away, they both said yes. I mean, complete strangers, my first yeah. link meeting. Yeah. And then uh, a week later, we met in Tilbury uh, at a diner. And we started talking to see if we, we were on the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was amazing. It mm -hmm. was totally amazing. And I yeah. came back so energized and so mm -hmm. excited. So we decided, yes, we can do this. And <laughs> so I had all my notes and, you know, we shared them. We went through all the different um, workshops together. And um, so, you know, they have a really good feel for it. And But, you know, then after a while, we started making it our way. You know, yeah. we put our own uh, stamp on it mm -hmm. and, you know, changed the how we looked at it, what we named it, how we present it, mm -hmm. and we just really made it ours. And mm -hmm. uh, they were very excited about it. Mm -hmm. I, I love how um, often as we move into our crone years that we become a little bit more intuitive and we trust it a little bit more. So congratulations <laughs> on trusting your intuition on this one, Jillian. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good good yeah. for you. Yeah, that's funny because like I'm very intuitive in my writing as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's just there, you know, not always when I want it, but <laughs> it is it is there. Maybe I need to work on it. Maybe I need to go to a retreat. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about um, what what people can expect, what the women can expect at this retreat. Okay, well, perhaps I should start because uh, my workshop will be the first one that we'll, we'll be doing, and it, we'll be doing some uh, writing prompts, mm -hmm. and there'll be four writing prompts, and um, they'll be good to help us find out, you know, who we are. Like, we'll start with a grounding exercise because people, you know, are, are driving there, they have things in their mind. We want to, you know, help to make them present and, and you know, ask themselves, why am I here? You know, mm -hmm. what is this all about? What brings me to this place? And then we're going to, with the other promise, we'll be going a little deeper, you know, finding out what our passion is, um, you know, discovering our voice. Mm -hmm. And then there'll be, you know, something about letting go, like purification. So letting go of not, what no longer works, 
in order to you know create space to help us move forward. And once we've you know gone through those exercises, that we're sort of begin, uh, starting a foundation, so that we can start asking more questions with Karen, who will be doing a vision board. Um, what are we calling it? Um, a mini? No. V vision postcard. Vision Pardon? postcard. A vision okay. postcard. There you go. So Karen, would you like to let us everyone know what that's all about? Thank you. Yes. Um, what we'll be doing is I'll take the participants through a series of slideshows and exercises. Um, they vary from different things. They'll be doing some journaling as well through our my exercises. And this will help them to be able to find their, uh, see things clearly for themselves. And it will lead them into what the possibilities are in helping them, assisting them to find their power word, because a power word is very important for us to have, to be able to give us goals to set that are small enough that we can achieve those. So we will find our power word and then we will create a vision postcard, which will have our power word on it. And we'll use stickers and we'll use markers and pictures and make it really, really exciting for us. And that way, when we look at it all the time, it will remind us of that goal of being childlike and wanting to achieve the things that will give us our what if will become possible. Mm -hmm. Great. And then from there, we shift to? Well, yeah, and that's all done on the Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then, um, then there is some freedom of movement with the Nia dancing. And if anyone's ever done Nia dancing, it's absolutely beautiful. So everyone just loosens up and, and just has some, some lovely uh, experiences through movement. And then Sunday morning, everything starts with a yoga session and a meditative session. But then my workshop is mm -hmm. um, manifesting all they have learned with Jillian and Karen onto a canvas. And so as a, as a painting instructor for many years, I know the anxiety that people bring to that. Mm -hmm. So they'll walk into the space and my favorite people are always the ones that have never even picked up a paintbrush before. Mm -hmm. But in mm -hmm. this case, it'll be, there'll be color, there'll be, you know, sparkly things, um, you know, stickers, stamps, whatever, and there'll be a canvas. And so then my job will be to have them reflect on their time with Jillian, their time with Karen, ask them some questions, um, talk about symbolism, iconography, um, shape, color just through a process of of step by step by step which is how i teach a class anyway they'll end up with a visual representation of the weekend for themselves so mm, basically nice. when they look at this canvas that they'll take home with them they will be it'll anchor them back to the experience of the retreat so that they'll never lose their way their their what's next will be in front of them and uh, that part excites me because it's an intuitive process I'm a visual painter I'm not an intuitive painter however I have done intuitive painting mm -hmm. and I know how powerful it can be and how transformative it can be so that's the goal and they walk out there out of the they, they go home with their their bag full of treats that we're giving them and their their journal their vision postcard and their painting fantastic yeah fantastic so give us some some actual practical details here. And and of course, I will have the um the link to your your website and your Facebook page so that people can find the details. But let's just talk about when and where at this point. 
Arlene, you want to take that? Well, Arlene, you're on mute. <laughs> I apologize. It's the weekend of May 6th and 7th of this mm -hmm. year, and it's at Karen's retreat space, Peacock Memories Retreat in uh, mm -hmm. in Lakeshore, Ontario, and it's a beautiful spot, absolutely gorgeous. We're very lucky to have Karen hosting for us. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's basically an all, all day Saturday and then two thirds of the day on Sunday. Fantastic. So, yeah. Fantastic. Okay. And so people can find out all of those details on the website and on yes. the Facebook page. Yes. It's imaginewellnessretreat.weebly.com. And then yes, the Facebook page, Imagine Wellness Retreat. Fantastic. Yeah, there's an event on there and there's details. And then my email address too, people can ask questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, we should mention too, like uh, we just got a, a caterer from Windsor, um, Healthy Mama. So there'll be really good nutritious food for the work ahead, but we'll also have non-vegan food and there'll be snacks, um, gluten-free and, and dairy-free and, and regular snacks that, that people can enjoy throughout the day and um, tea and coffee and, and that type of thing. Great, so great. Taking good care of everyone. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. it sounds wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Now, unfortunately I'm out of the country so I can't go, but I would really encourage people to, um, to register because this will be an amazing weekend with these three women for sure. And especially if you're in transition, if there's just uh -huh. something going on in your life and you're just kind of feeling stuck and it's like, and maybe not even stuck, just kind of hitting that one of those birthdays. It's like, Oh my God, <laughs> whatever the age is, it might be 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, or 80. Who knows yeah, what that number right. is for you. Right. Yeah, and right. it's different for everyone. Our, our transitions are very different for, uh -huh. for each of us in terms of, of how we go through them. So, and some transitions are, you know, may seem insignificant to you, but they're not. I mean, if they're really something that is impacting your life, it's important to really look mm -hmm. at it. And, you know, just based on my experience with it, it's, I learned that there is a process to this. It's absolutely, it's not just, it doesn't just happen. And so okay. that is our mm -hmm. goal through the, through the two days is to share the process as, you know, as we've all experienced, because, you know, then it's not as scary, not as big a, a problem to solve it literally right. is a matter of certain if you do certain things and think about things in a certain way you will have some clarity you know? absolutely yeah absolutely mm -hmm. well great any last words about transition about the retreat about anything well, i guess the first thing is that with this particular one our first retreat is not we're not offering overnight accommodation but so people know that they you know they can come from away come from okay. far away but there is accommodation nearby those links are there's two links on the website um so you don't have to you know necessarily worry about not having a place to stay and um we've designed it in a way that you know people that are local can get easily get there so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know. cool cool well, I, I just have a quote here I want to read because I think it's very apropos to transitions. And the time came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Yes. Mm. Anay Nin. I think that's very appropriate wow. for your... That's so true. It's beautiful. Mm. Mm. Very. It is. Very so, nice. So thank you, ladies, for thank you. Um, the conversation. 
I love talking to each and every one of you, and it's fun to have all three of you together. So thank, thank you. you very much. And um, I hope the retreat is amazing. I'm sure it will be, and I'm anxious to hear all about it. Wonderful. And thank, thank you, you to my listeners for joining me today. And I hope you will join me next time as I continue to explore the many paths on the journey to inner wisdom. See you next time.